0: Welcome to the Wolf Whistle, the podcast that interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle. Welcome to the 93rd edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, We're very lucky to be joined today by defender. 34 appearances for the Wolves between 2007 and 2010. Darren Ward. Darren, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm really well, thanks, and uh, good to be here. Good, good, good. Um,
0: Thanks for agreeing to come on, Darren. I know we were supposed to schedule this for yesterday, uh, but Mm. my daughter completely changed the plans. But I've got you on, that's the main thing. Um, And what I always do, start back in the formative years um, of your early football and how you got spotted, I believe, by Watford?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Watford, my first club.
0: So how did you get spotted by Watford, Darren?
1: <laughs> well, I was um, I was playing for a local side. Um, I'm from kind of uh, Wembley, uh, kind of brought up around Harrow, um, and um, all of my brothers, we played for a local site called Parkfield Rangers, yep. based in Hatch End, which had a, a really good reputation for young players coming through, to be honest. Um, and it's, it's a, a stone's throw away from Watford. So um, it was a kind of a bit of a toss-up between Queens Park Rangers and Watford, kind of like Parkfield fell right in between the middle. Yeah. Um, and all of... Um, all of us from the family um, were at Watford at some point. And um, I remember the game where I the, the two scouts watching me call, I must have been about 12 or 13 at the time, in their long kind of old school um, football jackets on, you know, their old coachy jackets used to wear. And, yeah. Um, I remember doing a really good tackle in front of uh, the two guys, Stuart Moldock and uh, Roger Broadhead, um, who, who come down. And um, yeah, I think that, that that might have sealed it because it was a real good, crunching tackle back there, and that's what they liked. And um, and I, and I went on them, um, and um, yeah, had a trial and joined. Was I yep mean, so.
0: You was at Watford for six years, and you, you actually got to play in the Premier League, didn't you, with your first club, which is a huge achievement.
1: Yeah, I joined. Uh, what was it? I was thirteen at the time. So I left when I just turned twenty-three. So I was I was there for, for nearly ten years. To be honest, um, overall, um, I, I had a real roller coaster of a time at Watford. I must say it was um, it was uh, a great great foundation. Some incredible mentors. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know what, it, it couldn't have, have been any better for me in terms of learning the game, not far from home. Um, things kind of, um, things happened at Watford, um, sometimes in a bit of a strange way, but they did in the end. And like you said, I went on and, and managed to play um, Premiership football for them.
0: And if I've got my maths right, would you have played under Graham Taylor?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Graham um, presented myself with uh, my debut um, at Luton as a youngster. I was, um, at the time, it was YTS, and I was a first-year YTS, so I was really young when I made my my debut for the first team, Um, and it's the uh, equivalent to the championship um, nowadays. So um, I I made my debut. I literally rolled out of school. Um, Things happened quite quickly. Yeah, when um, I signed as a YTS, um, it was it was a bit of a strange one where I wasn't actually in the team pre-season. I, I I couldn't get in the team. It was a very very strong youth team, and I had an opportunity. I remember the game, Luton away. Um, it was um, quite funny because Luton away was, easy game, and then I, I I managed to play against their first team about six seven months later. Um, so I worked incredibly hard to get there. Um, I was a man on fire, to be honest. Um, I was so determined to, uh, to um, down to sheer dedication and commitment. It was, um, yeah, I, I just kept on going. I, I, I started in the youth team uh, against Arsenal away. We beat Arsenal 1-0. And I was very fortunate enough to be in a very, very um, high-performing youth team at the time. Yeah. Um, we we finished top three both years of the of the league around Tottenham and West Ham. I think it was joint second, I think it was, in fact. Um, and um, it, it just helped all of us. It helped all of us to progress. It helped us when we went and trained with the first team I must have played about 50, 60 games. That's it. That first season, whether youth team, reserves, or first team. Um, and again, yeah, it was it was this brilliant, a brilliant start to um, to my career.
0: And I think that was the the, the good thing about Graham Taylor. Obviously, he was a manager at Wolves, and he was one to give the youth a chance. So, how old was you when you made your first team debut, Darren? So I just
1: turned seventeen. I just turned know. seventeen, um, which nowadays is, is very young. It is. Um, I was. Yeah, I was I was close to to, to making my debut before that, um, and there was there was a player I don't know if you remember him, called Colin Foster. He used to be a real tall, He was about six Center foot seven. Off, I think used he to was. wear
0: the headband. Uh,
1: um, that- I think he might have done at times, but he was he was huge, he got yeah. a real tall guy, about six foot seven. Lovely, lovely guy. He had Dean Holdsworth there. You had um, Steve Palmer, Robert Page, um, some 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 real good Keith Millen, but I think. Um, Although well, they had about five or six centre halves, there was just an injury crisis, and um, and Graham with Kenny Jacket at the time as well. Oh, of course, Kenny. Um, yeah, Kenny was he, he he kind of helped him out um, during that period, um, and um, they they'd been watching me and they'd been um, kind of very impressed with my performances in the reserves, um, in the youth team. But when I when I kind of stepped up and played against the men, because back then it, it wasn't like a. Tw- um, 21s or 23s it was literally youth team so that'd be 16 to 18 yes. and then there'll be some reserve games in the reserve league and um i was playing saturday tuesday saturday um most weeks so i, I just performed i just just got it for some i just just didn't look back um so i yeah um i found myself playing against luton away a local derby um, very hostile um if we'd lost a game, we were getting relegated. So, you know, I could certainly feel the pressure as a youngster You're there. You're going to say no thinking, pressure. Well, yeah, don't, don't, don't put a foot wrong here, whatever you do. Um, and ended up drawing 0-0. Um, clean sheet. And um, and kind of took about two weeks to recover, to be honest.
0: <laughs> and then you did get your chance to play for QPR. You went there on loan. Then it was a move for 500000 I believe, to Millwall. You was there for four yeah. years. Then Darren, yeah. um, a really big move in terms of, uh, I mean, huge move, one point one million mm. to Crystal mm. Palace, and you was there for two years. The question being that there's four London clubs there. Um, uh, did you see y- your entire career remaining in the capital?
1: Um, I, I kind of, uh, I'm, I'm quite a homely guy in general. You know, if people people know me, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm I was always kind of willing to go and do what's best for my career but at the same time if there are options you know i'm i'm just that that sort of guy i'm a real family guy yeah um, i love my family love my uh, people around me my friends who close friends um and but football obviously sometimes changes that right you know you have to move um and that's something i was very very mindful of. but um we will um well, one point one million at the time. Wow, I'd love to, and that rose to one point five million very quickly because I played the games very quickly um, within Please that first Please tell me he was on
0: a fifty percent signing on fee.
1: Yeah, no, cool, it'd been nice. Uh, <laughs> it'd been really nice. Um, but it was, you know, I w- I would send a half there. I yes. send a half? Um, so yeah, it was um, it was a real. It was a real kind of um, different time where, you know, I had other um, London clubs who wanted to sign me. But then I had some um, very, very good premiership clubs who wanted to sign me as well. Um, But I I looked at the the bigger picture um, and um, Crystal Palace it was.
0: I mean, so you'd you'd moved around the capital um, to, like I said, Watford, QPR, Millwall Palace. Who did you support growing up, Darren?
1: Well, it was it was a tough one because um, as a youngster, you, you kind of support who, you, who, who your dad was, um, supports, really. So yeah. um, my dad was from Manchester, and okay. um, he supported Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. He's born in Manchester, and um, I just followed my dad. So Manchester United, it was. He took us to watch a game. We, we, we must have been about. Well, I must have been about thirteen at the time. Again, so you had. Paul Parker Brian Robson I think it was yeah. you had um, yeah with some of the old kind of old players and um, it just it just kind of you know it just hooked me you know I was I, was hooked. I want to be a player yeah. I'd love to come and play here one day at Old Trafford now that sounds like a a dream way beyond anyone's reach but um, that was something which I actually did and I'm very very proud to do
0: oh amazing now the biggest move of them all uh, mm. come in 2007 yeah move to Wolves for uh, what 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 they call an undisclosed fee now. I can only think if you join Millwall for half a million you join Palace for 1.1 rising to 1.5, do you actually know the fee you join Wolves for Darren?
1: um i I was told it was uh it went up to a million pounds it went up to a million pounds um it started off at seven i think seven hundred grand and it yep. went up to a million if i played a certain amount of games um could be could be wrong but i was told that um and at the time um from for where i was at that was that was not a bad price to be honest because um you know from how the market was um especially nowadays um you know, it was um, it was especially after what I'd done at Palace. I just got Player of the Season my first season, yeah. and the last season I had a number of Premiership clubs who went to sign me. Um, so that, for the, to, to get a centre half for, for that amount, who was hot property again, um, yes, was, was was a good deal at the time.
0: And, and funnily anyway. enough. You made your debut versus your first club, Watford, at Molineux. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, and, and going to my point, really, it was Mick McCarthy that mm. signed
1: you. What was
0: your relationship mm. like with Mick, Darren?
1: Um, do you know what? Mick, a lovely, lovely guy, off the field... Got so much time for each other, um, and it, it it was you know. I actually watched a lot of the uh, Fulham Sheffield United game last night, and he was on the commentating. And good old Mick, how he is, straight to the point. You know, he—he—he—he um, um, he, 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 he doesn't mix his words, you know? everyone knows what Mick's like. He's, he's very straight, and—and—but um, um, w- when we kind of. Um, When I put the shirt on at times there was um i don't know maybe things weren't as smooth as what you'd like them to be yes and being quite a stubborn guy myself um that um it it just it was very knee jerky from day dot the whole thing was very knee jerky and i was gutted because um you know, I knew, you know, I'd I come for Crystal Palace, you know. It's, Crystal Palace is a really, really big club. Yes. And I looked at Wolves. I had Leeds who wanted to sign me at the time. I had a lot of big clubs who, who, were, who were interested in signing me. I thought, right, well, Wolves is a huge club. Loved playing there in the past. I remember I captained Mural once when we played at Molyneux and um, we won 2-1 and I just thought wow what a club this is, this this is a proper club and you speak to people the history of football in in the UK and Wolves always comes to to, to the surface so um, I was delighted to have signed but it was just one thing after the other Guy, I couldn't, things just couldn't quite get I'll say going in a way, the things won't, won't won't go into the kind of to, to the rhythm that I wanted to, and and, and Nick as well. Um, we had our first child, our, our, our oldest son now, Ronnie, and um, things just seem to kind of come up and um, and uh, influence the, the, the kind of fluency of of my time at Walls. Yeah, I mean, the first season, to be fair, Darren, it, it you
0: know, on reflection, it doesn't look that bad. In total, you made 34 appearances for the Wolves. 32 of those coming your first season. It was a seventh place finish, so I suppose it's disappointing that we just miss out on the playoffs, which I believe was goal difference by a couple of goals.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, one I think it was. Was it or
0: two? Yeah. <laughs> how frustrating is that as a player, where you've played all season, you've worked hard, you're in and around the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you just can't make it. That that it's a real, yeah, it's it's a real kick in the balls, isn't it, Darren?
1: Yeah, it was um I remember the season really well. Um I joined with Matty Jarvis. Yeah. Um and we used to sit next to each other in the ch- in the changing rooms and Good there was luck, a few guys there who'd come And lo- lovely guy, Matt, lovely guy, um and obviously done very well for Wolves in the end, got into yes. the England squad played. Well, I was just so happy for him because it, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah. Um and um we we were just kind of you know, I I started the season and I had a little um I had one or two games out. Um, Jody Craddock was coming and going. I think he went alone somewhere, come back. Yeah, and I, I ended up, I ended up playing with about five or six different centre halves during the season. Well, wasn't and it, even that in itself. Sorry to interrupt. I believe it was good momentum.
0: Sorry to interrupt. I believe I was just going to say about the players. I believe Neil Collins was one. Jody Craddock, Gaddy Breen. That yep, there was quite Gary a few centre halves that Mick was using, um, weren't there?
1: yeah no there, there was a lot there, there was a lot of centre-offs that, that come through um and um and you know it was it was one of them where you kind of there, there was never ever really any momentum um yeah. throughout um and um and it was yeah, it was, it was it was like I say, it was just tough to get that momentum, and you need to do that if you if you if you're looking to get promotion, you need to get into that autopilot mode and, and start to kind of you know get those points on the board and start to get you know in, into that into that rhythm. And yeah. um, I, I just felt that it was it was it was one thing after the other, the, the change of the centre halves, um, maybe relationships weren't as good as what we would have liked in certain players. Um our son, uh about the birth of, of our son. I remember we were we were flying we went and beat Burnley in the um Oh.
0: Hang on a sec. Yep, Darren, we got you back now. Sorry about that. Um bit right. of a communication right. error so carry on, sorry.
1: No um yeah so we, so we went to Burnley um, beat Burnley first time I'd beaten in the new year um, come back to Molyneux to play Queen's Park Rangers yep. and I got ill I, I, I got a stomach bug I remember driving in felt horrific and I said Gaffer I, I can't play and then that was the time where I think who who went in I was playing with Jody at the time and we were we were on fire and I, I missed out we beat QPR at home done really well but then I, I couldn't get back in the team when I um, and that was where that, that kind of played over forty games easy, um, so things just never really got going. Uh, and in the new season, I had a chat with Mick. You know, I was We were we were we were chatting away about the future, and um, you know, all, all fine in terms of you know what we want um, as individuals. Um he was looking to bring some more players in. I knew I'd interest from elsewhere, um, and it was it was quite amicable. Um, and um, yeah, and it was a into the season because th-
0: didn't he actually put you on the transfer list I believe in the May
1: yeah yeah I was um, we had a chat we agreed that I'd go on a transfer list yeah. um, over the summer there were a few things going on um, um, didn't quite materialise um, come back done really well pre-season um, we went where do we go we went to Ireland yeah um, and yeah um, yeah, I, I just I just stuck with it and then what happened was we had Ipswich away. I was on the bench. Uh George Lacoby unfortunately if you remember he, he had a real kind of serious knee injury. Yeah. Um he come off, I went on. Um done well. I think I played a good half an hour, so 20 minutes half an hour, done really well. And then uh, I remember afterwards Mick come up he um he literally on on the uh, on the coach now. This for, for Mick to say and do this, I think that shows how kind of well i uh, how well I did and how much I impressed him because he, he stopped everyone. He said, "Listen, guys." He said, um, "I just want to give some credit to um, to Wardy." Um, he said, um, "I put on the transfer list. He's come back. He's fought for his place. He's come on and played, performed. We've won, and um, I just want to let him and everyone know that he's off the transfer list." Oh. So he took me off a transfer list. Um, and I was kind of like, well, okay, well, here we go. Uh, I think the week after he signed uh, Jason Shackle. So it um, <laughs> was kind Gaffer. of like, right, bittersweet in a way. He was like, well, okay. Um, so I didn't quite get why he'd done that. But hey, it was nice, a nice gesture. Um, and then as, as it went on, Jason come in. Um, I half knew Jason and we were talking and... Um, and uh, he 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 obviously he joined the kind of um, the group of centre halves that we had at Walls, and yes. I think it was about six or seven at the time. Again, it's some, some very Danny Barth was coming through as of well. Course. Um, and it was um it was one of them where after that I I played a cup game, um, we lost on penalties. I can't remember who it was. Um, um, and then we played in Nottingham Forest at home. He kept. Um, the same team as he did for the league, which I was half hoping I'd play, beating up in the forest. And then that's when I, I knew that, that, yeah, I, I think it's probably time because although he's done that, um, I, I need to play. I need to play. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think from Mick's perspective, he was a centre half and, and you know, himself. So you, you could see he did, he did like a strong defense and, Yes, he was switching it around, and you made a really good point there that that you got given a second chance, and he said those lovely words on the coach, and he did the same with Jody Credit. Jody got shipped out on loan, brought yeah, back in, that. and and listen, as Wolves fans, we all thought Jody was 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 sort of gone for good, and you know he come back, and actually he played mm, better football mm. in the, the the second spell or or yeah, you know, after his did. loan spell than than he did previously. Now. That that season, which is really strange, Darren, um, it, we really ended well. Uh, although we finished seventh, two defeats in the last fifteen games. The next season, yeah. you were still at the club. Um, they went on to win the league, eight oh nine. You played in the yeah. first two games, I believe. Could you see, Darren, that that you know from a, that, that season, from early doors, that that you know it was going to end as well as it did?
1: Do you know what there was? There was a point at the, at the beginning of that new season where um, we, we sat at the training ground outside. We had training. We sat down, and um, Mick said, "Right, guys, very calm." You know, Mick, Mick was like, he, he, he wouldn't. When, when, when Mick spoke, yeah, he's one of them. You listen to him, you know, right. you, you, you do, and he's 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 very thoughtful as a guy as a coach, um, and 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 he it seemed like a bit of a different chat. You know, he said, right, guys, everyone come together. He said, um, now, there was a lot of talk about us getting promotion last season. He obviously made sign ins, Matt Jarvis, myself, there's quite a few others. Um, he said, I don't want any chat about signings. He went, I don't want any chat about promotion. Yeah. He said, let's just get on with our job. He said, let's learn from last season. He said, let's get our heads down. If anyone says promotion, any of the press, any fans, anyone around the club, just kind of sidestep it he said, we don't need to go into that. It's, we're a big club. There's there's enough on our plate to deal with, let alone talking about promotion. Yeah. Because if we don't, then it's only going to affect us. So he said, get on with your jobs, let's be professional, and then let's see what happens. And I'll tell you what, that that really um, really stuck, um, yeah. that conversation really stuck. and um, And I think how the players handled that season... Um, I think was was was, was testament to them because um, it, it was a it was quite a young squad in general. Yeah, um, it was separate to a few. Um, a very young squad, and um, and they and they'd done really really well, really well. Well, I mean, listen,
0: great season, and you know what, Darren, mm. you obviously, mm. you know, however small at the time, you, you you know, you played your part in it, and uh, you know, it mm. would have been fantastic for you, obviously, to to get a promotion with Wolves. After mm. after Wolves, you went on loan uh, to Watford, then on loan to Charlton, and on loan to Millwall. Yep. Um, mm. You was desperate to get back to London, by the look of it.
1: Do you know what? There was um, there were opportunities um, for me at a few clubs. Again, um, the hardest part was where I after my spell at Watford, I went and played under um, uh, who was it? Um, I think Malcolm Mackay, um, Brennan Rogers. Um, and I, I cracked my cheekbone um, and I had to have a bit of time out. So I had to come back to Walls for a little bit yeah. just before Christmas. I then got fit. It was only, although it sounds not great, it was only probably a five, six week job. Um, and then I went to, um, to Charlton and... Yeah. Um, it, that was a, a real kind of a, a, a nice spell for me because again I was nearer home. Um, I had things hadn't gone as to, to, to plan with Wolves. Obviously they were doing well. I was over the moon for them, and um, and certainly played my part because um, some of the games we played, I know I knew um, uh, what was it, at the end of that season we played Birmingham on Sky, and we drew 0-0. and um, I was I was delighted because that helped Wolves. That helped Wolves to um, to kind of stretch away. I actually had a goal disallowed. <laughs> um which would have won it and on and, we, and and I looked at it no VAR it was a goal it was a clear goal um <laughs> they, they gave offside and on the replay it wasn't offside swooping at hey, So I they don't would he mate. VAR
0: still wouldn't have given it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no, exactly yeah so uh it was um it was it was one of them where I certainly felt although I was on loan, I still had a responsibility, you know. Brilliant. And, uh, I went to get promotion with Wolves, I went to help them, as much as I wasn't there, you know, I still got friends in the changing room and yes. still got on with Mick, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like, you know, um, you know, kind of like we hate each other or anything like that at all. Things just didn't kind of click and I think we were both kind of, mature enough to, to to understand that where sometimes there'd be like it'd be like cat and dog sort of thing and and, and it's not it wasn't certainly wasn't like that so um so yeah and then I, I kind of went away and um there was an opportunity at Millwall where um I dropped from at the time a premiership club to a um a league one club oh. um, but again it was it was massively driven towards um a job in a way that I felt that you know, since I left Mill, they just spiralled, just spiralled down, and um, it wasn't nice that seeing him in that position, and um, so I felt that it was only right that, that I kind of head back and um, try to help him get back um, to a high level.
0: I, I mean, Darren, you're at the, uh, you, you know, you're still at Wolves, uh, you know, in the season we got promoted. Is there part of you that thinks, do you know what? There might be an outside chance. I can get a chance in the Premier League, and I bet you, I bet you're reaching really for that for that opportunity.
1: Definitely, definitely. I, I was, I, I stayed. I, I, I said to to my agent. He said, "Look, um, you know, what do you want to do?" And I said, "I want to fight for it. Yeah, I, I know what I can do, but." you know, I need an opportunity. When I got opportunities, um I done well at Wolves. Um when I played that first season, I think a lot of the fans when um when I wasn't at the team near the end they were they were they were very complimentary and yeah. um asking questions what you know, what's going on? Why are you not playing? You have been you played the most games out of all the centre halves this season. Yeah. We we've got something like I think I think we beat the the record of clean sheets that season as well. Something like twenty two or twenty four clean sheets. Yeah. It was um and I played in a lot of those games. Um so I, I was I was very proud of, of, of what I did. I worked hard. Um cer- certainly I think played my part for for the 100%. club. Um and um and, and and you know, social media isn't isn't what it is, what it was back then anyway, the way it is now. Um so thank you, God. you kind of you know, <laughs> the message to the fans wasn't you couldn't really let them know. You it's hard to speak to fans at times. Yeah. It's a bit different. But um yeah, I, I was I, I didn't want to give it up. I I, I not you know, who in the right mind wants to drop two leagues of course and step away from a, a big a big club like Wolves in the Premiership. So um I, I I stayed first game. Yeah, um and I was I was keen to, to kind of see if there's an opportunity there. Um yes. so um but it is it is what it is. It was what it was, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I just I, I went with the flow after that and knew that I had to play games because um, I hadn't played in a while.
0: Yeah, and listen, Darren, football, as you know, it, it is a short career. And it, it's one of them where, you know, you could be playing in the Premier League, you know, Man United, Liverpool. And listen, you know, we'd waited quite a few years to get there. Then all of a sudden, it is the flip of a coin. Um, but I suppose, you know, positives are you're back in London you're back at Millwall three successful years there now realistically Darren over 400 league games you played Um yep so over 400 league games in your career where would you say Darren you actually played your best football
1: Um, I think where I was probably at my prime and things were, were, were going smoothly was um probably I would say it has to be Millwall um yeah. you know, just from what happened, you know, the seasons two two years in a row, FA Cup final, U- uh, uh Europa Cup, um UEFA Cup, um back then um and I was just everything was just right. i I was settled um i was i was i was wanted by a lot of clubs a lot of premiership clubs yeah um i think in my prime i picked up a bit of an injury and i think i actually done it at walls in my first season at walls and my ankle and um i i lost i lost two at least a yard two yards of, of pace yeah um and i'm still paying the price now in a way where um you know that there was a big change in my career about 29, 30, um, and um, and and I think that, that 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 affected my game quite a bit, and things changed for me as a player. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting it looked at now because, um, and the saying that, yeah, you, you when you get an injury like that, you you lose a lot of power. Um, and, and I I felt it. I, I I knew something wasn't right, but me being me, I just got on with it. Um, but overall, before that, where I was fit things are going well it was it had to be and the record showed i played some 112 games on the spin for them um i was i was just there all the time training playing and you just you were in that well i was in that autopilot mode um then and then when you move you know i think i think at times um players you know if 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 they've done well somewhere some people think that you should automatically go to a club and perform and yeah. um, it, it doesn't always happen like that unfortunately um, as much as you'd like it to and you never want to disappoint anyone but um, you've got so many different contributing factors that, that, that kind of present themselves moving, your family, um, you know trying to find somewhere you're happy and can settle, yeah. getting to know people in the area, getting to, to know how things work at a club which is no doubt very different to, to the previous club you've been at and um, there's so many factors, and um, it was um, it was it was one of those places, Mill, where that's partly why I went back because I knew what the club was. I was comfortable there, and um, when I went back, we had some more success, which is great.
0: Oh, fantastic! Now, I mean, like the FA Cup final days like that. That that's what every player dreams of,
1: isn't it? Mm. Mm, yeah definitely um, and that was again it was against the, as we spoke earlier the, the, the team who kind of I supported when I was young yeah, my yeah. And dad supported Man United um, and um, it was just an incredible um, occasion where in fact the bigger game, possibly, or a lot of people at Millwall um, spoke about was a was semi-final at Old Trafford yes. where we played Sunderland yeah. and Mick McCarthy was the manager. Um, <laughs> and I think that was where Mick first kind of had his eyes on me and he was keen to sign me yeah. um, after that. And, um, you know, we were we were literally backs against the wall, they put us under so much pressure. Timmy Cahill scored in the first half, and punched the goal like break. the Alamo. Yeah, yeah, it was literally like the Alamo. After that, it was um, they, they how how they didn't get a goal, um, uh, and we we had to defend for our lives. And I think um, that was um, that was the biggest game because we knew that you know we had arsenal or manchester united in the final um it was going to be a, a kind of a, a far reach for us especially having injuries that we did um um to get to the final was just an incredible occasion
0: and one of the players i believe you played with in the cup run, but he didn't play in the final was an ex-wolf uh, we all remember him mr <clears throat> kevin muscat i mean is yeah. one player that you want on your team and you don't want to play against him <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely. Muzzy um, was a bit of a terror on the pitch. Um, yeah, love, again, lovely guy after pitch, yes. real nice. You know, well spoken guy after pitch. But you put a shot on him, and he, he's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde character. And um, yeah, again, you totally, totally agree. He was he was borderline nasty? Some people saw it. You know, he yeah. was um, certainly wouldn't get away with what um, kind of ways that he had back then. Now, um, dark arts. <laughs> it
0: wouldn't happen now yeah. with VAR.
1: No, definitely, yeah, definitely, he did. He'd get caught um, all the way through there, wouldn't he? He wouldn't get away with half the things he did. So, um, but he he done really well for us. He was yeah. he was fantastic. He was captain on many occasions and led the team really well. Um, you know, and um, again, a player who played for Wolves, um, who played for Rangers. He yeah, had, he had cool People career. people knew he had he had good pedigree, and um, and he certainly helped the club to. Uh, to, uh, you know, very memorable occasions.
0: Oh, massive. Now, you, you, you've you alluded to, to family earlier. You are from a, a trio of professional footballers. You, uh, I believe yeah. you, your brother Elliot, uh, yeah. I believe he was a centre-half, and your brother Scott yeah. was a keeper. Scott played for yeah. Luton, Elliot played for uh, West Ham, Coventry, yeah. Norwich, Bournemouth, mm. Blackburn. Um, mm. So, footballing family... Did you ever play professionally against your brothers? Because I don't know the answer to this, Darren. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah, I played against Elliot. Um, I think it was about three or four times in the end. Um, which first game? It was Millwall versus West Ham, at oh, the Park, and it was um, yeah. That, that was that. That was one of the, the most kind of memorable occasions, um, best occasions uh, arguably in in our careers. Yes. Um, where you've got Millwall West Ham, you're up to part full house and, um, two boys from, from Harrow, Wembley playing for Parkfield are now playing in a game like this. Um, parents are as proud as they can be. um, yeah it's just it's just a great occasion um and um i think the score was i think it was 1-0 0-0 at the time um but you you look at some of the players who were playing back then um you know it was it was incredible how they've gone on and had fantastic careers and um yeah it was um it was just it's a love Obviously, we have to be very professional yeah. during the game, um, get on with it, we have our responsibilities um, at each club, and um, but overall the occasion was just, um, yeah, just, just a brilliant occasion for, for the family.
0: I mean, what happens when you're playing against your brother? For example, say there's a 50-50, you're both steamrolling in, I mean, is it mm-hmm. going through your head that this is your brother and, you, you know, what, I mean, what happens?
1: I think uh, it's one of them, it, it, you, you probably go back to, to the days in the back garden when there's when a 50-50, you just don't hold back, do you? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you go through and, and what happens, happens, uh, which, you know, if you saw the state of our garden when we were young, you know, patches of mud everywhere, broken fence panels, yeah. you know, rose bushes in half, you know, everything's cleared out you know, four balls um with a neighbour on the left, five balls in the garden of neighbours on the right. Um it was just one of them where there was four of us and actually my older brother Lee was an academy player at Watford, so oh, right. we did all know that. Yeah, we 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 all When he was very close he was very close to uh, signing signing professional. Um unfortunately it didn't quite happen and I think we learned a lesson from that. You know, we we learned that this is what you gotta to do to, to kind of become a professional footballer. And it kind of filtered down um and, and between us, Elliot and myself, we've I well played over a thousand made made over a thousand league sorry, made over a thousand professional appearances. No
0: which, way. I mean I'm it's all making sense now because obviously yourself, Lee who I didn't know about, Elliot playing in the garden, so Scott had to go in goal, didn't he? <laughs> Is that how it worked, Darren? Oh, Jay. Sorry, I lost you then, Matt. I lost you then. So yeah. I said, "Is that how it works?" I said, uh, "You got yourself, Elliot." Um, so it was, and Lee. So Scott had to go in goal, I yeah. suppose, didn't he?
1: Well, this is it. It was um, two centre halves and, and two goalkeepers. Lee and Scott were the goalkeepers. Elliot, and myself, centre halves, um, and yeah, it it just worked. Like I say, when we were young, we had great support from our, our, our parents, our mum and dad. Um, we we just found things things has presented themselves you know yeah. we had good coaches when we were at our kind of grassroots clubs we then went into um academies um or professional clubs and we had good coach very good coaches and you know quite yes. I John McDermott John McDermott was my coach who's gone on and you know he's he's like the messiah now in, in English football yeah. um Kenny Jacket. um Tom Wally, Graham Taylor, you yes. know, all the way through. It was, um, you know, it was, there was some, in fact, Bobby Downs, Bobby Downs and Rob Kelly who were, were, were at Wolves. Yes, through, of course, for a yeah, both were at Wolves, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, they were, they were my youth team coaches for um, the second year, YTS. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time with them, but they were there, still there to support um, us players and, and, and done a very good job. So, uh, and, and likewise for my brothers, they had the same thing. They had some fantastic
0: coaches who... Um, we're very, very fortunate to to have. Yeah. Now, you've mentioned some some great coaches and managers you've played under. Um, In Mm. 2013, towards the the, the back end of your career, you you did Mm. uh, end up for a very short spell being joint caretaker manager of Swindon Town. So the question is really, um, what are you doing now uh, work-wise and are you looking to get back into football at at, at that Mm. level?
1: So, yeah, that was a, a... Do you know what? um a real favorable favorable time in my career as well i really enjoyed that that period because you kind of you experienced um what the other side's like as, as a manager yes. um so i was what 33 at the time palado had just left and um it was it was a case the players wanted myself and tommy miller to take charge yeah so we said yes um We'll will will stand in. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna um, take this permanently because I still wanted to play. I knew I had many years ahead of me, which I did. Yeah. Um. Tommy a little bit different. Um. But um. We went on and we thought that we we, we under the circumstances done a good job. Um. But then we said no. Um. It, the, the job was offered. I said no. Um. At the start. Um. I wanna wanna keep playing. Um. So I just I just kind of after that it got me kind of into the into the mode of of, of getting my licenses as yes. a coach i went through all the licenses and now hold um an a license um going into a pro license so i i kind of from after football i'd had a, a long career i was in the game i made my debut at just 17 i was still playing at 40 um and um I I played well over 600 games. Um, It's it's a long, long career. So what what I decided to do is, is after football, um, set up a soccer school called DW Soccer School. Um, So we kind of help the um, grassroots teams and and, and local community in North Parts um, to develop the standard of football, to help them with physical and mental well-being. um, A lot of real positives um, within the area. And what we provide, our concept is... um, is very um, beneficial um, for their development in life. So as well as football, using football as a vehicle. Um, and yeah, but that is, although I'm doing that, um, I still have a burning desire to get back into the professional game. So um, we, we, we've, we've built up CW Soccer School to a good level um, and um, I'm, I'm going to be looking um, to, to possibly step back into um, to, to a position at some point in the uh, in the professional world
0: Brilliant so hopefully we will see Mr Ward in the dugout at some point soon um, I mean listen Darren if you can look back on that incredible career like you said over 400 league games over 600 professional games if you can look back um, at, at, at that vast career what's the memory that sticks out in your mind that always puts a smile on your face
1: um, Do you know what there's there's a lot there are And I think I think the one was um, when I signed a professional. Yeah. I think I signed a professional. I was I was it was the it was the hardest thing I'd ever worked for in my life. Um, and um, none of us, you know, sorry, in the family, had ever got near it, let alone probably dreamt it. And when you kind of when you achieve something which you've worked so hard for. Um, I remember signing it with Graham Taylor and Kenny Jacket, and I signed early because I was in and around the first team. I was performing; um, I was hot property as a youngster with yeah. a few others there, Porhamson and Giffenell Williams. And um, and and that that, that achievement, I'd 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 reached my goal. Um, look, I still wasn't a true professional because I think you got to play over a hundred games to, yeah. to, to to be a true professional. In my mind, in 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 my my view. Which is which is um, the same for a lot of coaches what they think about it, um, but that 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 hard work I'd put in and to achieve a professional contract as a footballer was 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 probably the, the biggest standout moment throughout my career in terms of if I hadn't have done that nothing else would have happened. Yeah. Um, so for me that that personal achievement was was fantastic, um, and I was I was just so proud so so proud that. I'd, I'd, I'd achieved that summit, which is a dream you know it's millions and millions of children's dream. you know when you're young to, 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 to become a professional
0: um, and I've I'll done it it's a dream come true I'll be honest Darren I'm 44 and I'm still dreaming now um
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you never know you never As know I, do, yeah. I might get a call off bruno large but listen you never know you never darren it's been a pleasure having you on the wolf whistle today thank you for representing our great club thank you for, thank for you. you know for playing your part um in, in that promotion and you're welcome back on the podcast anytime
1: really appreciate it and um it's good to chat Always, always happy to chat about it um, and what is a, a fantastic club. You know, I, I, whenever I speak to, to people about the biggest club or a club, huge club, Wolves always comes to the table. They are a fantastic club. Um, you should be very proud of the club and all the fans very proud of each other, of the support you, you give that club because it is a is a, is a fantastic club.
0: Oh, thank you for your kind words, Darren.
1: Pleasure.